always a fantastic Chris. How you doing, Chris? A little under the weather today, mate, but as you like to say, nobody cares about my feelings, but they will care about the sponsors you're about to thank. Wow, you, I tell you what, you, you could get a job doing this. Massive thanks to CMO Distribution, RC House Racing, Schumacher Racing and Will Speed, the companies that keep us in every week and throw us a couple of prizes at Christmas. So if you're an early bird listener to this fo- to this podcast, remember, if you haven't asked for your prize from Christmas, today is the last day, the end of January. You might be able to sneak in before midday on the 1st of February before I've sent the emails, but really... You should be in by now. Um, anyway, let's get on with our first our guest. You and Jarman, how are you, mate? You okay? I'm doing good. Hi, guys, and uh, hope you're both well. And thanks for having me on the Grid Talk podcast this week. And hopefully, I can share some interesting RC stories with you both and all the listeners. Yeah, man. You know what? It's funny how when I was messaging you in the week asking, you know, do you want to come on the show and stuff. I honestly thought we'd had you on before, um, and, and looking back through the messages, it was random that there was there was nothing in there of me even asking you to come on. So thanks for coming on, mate. It's it's um, it's gonna be it's gonna be good to get your story. Yeah, no worries. We've had a lot of banter between ourselves in the past, so uh, let's share it, share it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, what I want to do, you because obviously a lot of people because you. You're an avid club race out like myself, not really, never really been like on the big scene or anything like that. But how how did you get into RC racing? So uh, when I was a child, about 11 or 12, I had a Tamiya Magcat, a lot of people had back in the day. And then uh, at the time, I lived in Wales, as you can tell by the accent probably. But um, then we moved to Malvern in Worcester in 97. And then we went to the Free County Showground. And it was a massive racing track. And we couldn't believe it. So we found out where it was at um, a school in Worcester, popped in. And then Bob's your uncle. That was it. Got the bug. So, so you started racing with a um, with a say a Tamiya Madcap. Well, the Tamiya Madcap was like uh, just uh, racing on the grass and stuff. And then uh, I had a Cougar two thousand, my first proper race car. Yeah. Ah, uh, cool. Because the Madcaps are really w- interesting looking because they were really wide rear track, weren't they? Oh, they were brilliant. They absolutely brilliant. You could you could crash her into a wall and it would be fine. Nothing would uh, go on. You could carry on all day. Yeah, which is what you want in there. <laughs> oh, well, Tamiya's you could crash and they didn't break. Oh yeah, yeah. oh the Tamiya's are brilliant, Chris. I'm, I'm yeah. smelling some BS here. <laughs> Have you ever raced the Tamiya Mini, Chris? Uh, as we've discussed before, I hit a lot of things very hard, so it probably wouldn't have been much racing. Destruction Derby, maybe. What was it you called? And they are the perfect plastic? for destruction derbies. What was it you called the plastic last week, Chris? Break a lot of them or something like that. Yeah, break a lot of them. That's what they're made of. <laughs> Some people put, you know, like AE, Lossy, Schumacher, they put graphite in their plastics. Tamiya put break a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> Air bubbles. So, what year was that then when you started racing? So, it was uh, 1998, so uh, quite a while ago. Wow. Just a bit. So, and what was the club called? So it's Worcester Model Car Club, and so it's still running today as well. And uh, I race on a Friday night with a frontie, with uh, Keith from oh, Keith Robertson Keith, races there as well. I've heard of him, and um, and Tank as well. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's brilliant. Everybody has a good laugh, and uh, everybody helps each other out. It's a bit like the AE team. Everybody just wants to help each other and help each other get better and better. Yeah. What sort of front have you got? I've got the X-Ray XF424. Oh, cool. Is that the latest? So yeah. Obviously, that's the latest, latest one then. It is, and yeah. It, and is that the same? Is that like half a touring car or is it like a totally different design? It's literally half a touring car. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. That sounds really interesting, you know. It is interesting because... Uh, when I started doing it, because you know me, I like my off-road. And then I, I turned up, got the new tyres on, and I was a bit slow. And they were all saying, it's because you've got new tyres on. And I said, what do you mean? They said, you got to give it a few weeks before the tyres get really good. And a, a set of tyres will last three months. That's quite good, isn't it, really? For our day, yes. I don't think tyres last that long. I suppose the front, weirdly, I bet the fronts get worn more than the rears. Well, they do, funny enough. Yeah, so what you do, you... Once the fronts get really worn, you just swap them around. 
Does that not cause it just to understeer like a barge? Oh, no, we got this, uh, well, you know, what the Americans use, or, or, or the tire glue and all that. Oh, you've got, well, I suppose it's an x-ray, so yes, yeah, sauce. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool, Not man. making any accusations yeah. there. No, we do loads of extra laps to begin with as well. Yeah, yeah, a co- couple of extra practice runs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they still run 12-scale st- down at Worcester? Every now and again, Russell. But yeah. um, it's mainly fronties and uh, forward drives thing. Uh, okay. Of course, you've popped in a few times, haven't you? I've seen yeah, you there a couple yeah, of times, I've, yeah. I've raced my LMP, and to be honest, sometimes me and Pete just get out, just go down on a Friday night just for, just for a chat like, you know. So yeah, it's, uh, well, well... When the LMPs go around, it's, how, how you follow that car around? They're so bloody fast. Skill, mate. You never, you never lose it, mate. You know, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny, Chris. I race my LMP and I literally qualify last and finish last in the final. And you literally don't put a foot wrong. I can still get round and not have a crash and just still not be fast enough. It's just like it's absolutely crazy how much quicker they all are than me. It is mental. You know, and like, you know, you understand if you had a crash or something like that. Oh, yeah, well, fair enough. I've crashed six times. But literally, no crashes and, and you're still like nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm undecided on on-road still. I know it, it's a great class. There's a lot of skill in it. But I don't know. I think I just like the way they look more than I'd like to drive one. Like the, front, the thing that you're running, the fronty. I like the fact that the body shells actually all look like you could go down to like your local Arnold Clark and buy something, you know, similar kind of thing. Like they're all built off like, you know, VW shaped body shells and stuff like that, aren't they? That's right. Yeah, you go. So it. I quite I quite like that idea. Like, I think I mean I used to run touring car when and half of the fun was, can you find a body shell that handles really nice? That's like a car that you like that looks quite cool so like the Mazda 6 was popular when I did it and it was like you know those kind of things you had like the Dodge Stratus when it was the TC3 that kind of you know they they look like stuff I think these new aero shells where it's just basically just to make the car handle better I think that's that ruined the idea of it for me I think if I'm going to do a class that's meant to mimic an actual car I want it to mimic an actual car. That's right what you're saying. And uh, the aerodynamics now, I couldn't believe it because um, when I first started going there, Keith said to me, you need to change your body shell. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, you can't steer properly. So the next week I bought a, um, a Gorilla body shell and I was a second lap quicker on a 10-second lap. Yeah. Was, are they, yeah, they beating body shells, are they? You got bitty design, you got blitz. There's a few there's a few designs, yeah. Yeah. But like so you I said, like... they they all do the you've got um low grip ones, high grip ones and all everything in between. Yeah, I think I just like it when more than anything, I like it like the actual body shit like a car. That's the best thing that on the fronties they still do. Because you've got That's... the yeah, yeah. So you got the Honda Civics, you got the Toyota Corollas, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that that'd be the only sort of on road I'd look at. It wouldn't interest me if it wasn't. You know, that's right. So you, so you can race as fast as you can and pretend you're sitting in a Porsche. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I want it to look like I want it to just mimic Fast and Furious. You go it. So can you really feel the difference, like in what in like it's hard now? Just one body give you body shell give you more steering or something like that, or. So weird. It's so weird, Russell. Is it, it is. It's, um, if you go back to like the body shells Chris was talking about back in about ten or fifteen years ago, yeah, um, it would just be racing around a track like it used to, and then you put one of these new body shells on, and you get you can, you can slide the back end of your car around because of a body shell. You can get more steering because of a body shell. You can go into a corner faster and come out better because of a body shell. It's uh, a bit insane, really. That's crazy because the they design. Actually, yeah, they actually look like real cars, don't they? They do, yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, the body shells do make a difference. Like, say, for example, on our two-wheel drives or our four-wheel drives, you run, say, a kit B4 body, and it feels one way. But then I started running, like, the J Concepts F2 body, and 
just the way it, it jump it jumps different it just makes it smoother to drive but then you put like an s2 body shell on it and all of a sudden you've got way more aggressive entry steering that's exactly that, right yeah. yeah yeah that's like on a two-wheel drive buggy where you'd think well most of it's not aero and then this car is completely covered by body shell yeah and especially at the moment because you're doing a lot of indoor racing at the moment aren't you so yeah it would make a massive difference at the moment yeah yeah, yeah. I've just been having a look at whilst we were here. I just thought, you know what, I want to have a look at a couple of the designs and see what they've got, kind of thing. Just see if there's anything I fancy. I tell you what, bitty designs. They do one called the CA45, and it's based on the Merc A class. Do you know? That, I, I, I that looks. Last, I debuted that. I debuted that shell last week. That looks and proper. I, 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 when I went up two places, <laughs> and I still had Keith telling me I didn't do the body shell properly, but. It looks it looks really nice. That does, to be fair. Um, I just look. The high beer looks quite good, but I can't figure out what that's bought, modelled after. <laughs> but yeah, they look they do look much better. Like they should they should do away with all these like fancy like crazy touring car body shells. You know where you've got like they don't even look like proper cars anymore. Almost like the truggy shell that, that you're saying in it. Get, get yeah, a proper yeah. truck body shell if you can have a truck, yeah. Yeah, like I'm just looking at looking on Bitter Design because that was the one, that's the only really body shell manufacturer I know for. On. Yeah. And like some of the stuff that I've got, Eptron, Hyper, JP, thing, they don't, they, I mean, they're car shaped, but they don't look like a proper car. <laughs> and then you've got like a BMW copied one, like the M410. And it just looks better. It looks like a proper car or the Alpha, the Alpha Romeo clone body. It just looks way better. Stop using all these stupid aero shells and put on a proper one that looks like a car. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So that's my you, rant about on road being wrong this week. Do you race at Worcester every Friday? Because Keith's always really proud of himself that he he can roll carpet now. Said someone trained oh, him out. To, someone trained him out to roll carpet. I, I I roll the carpet out, and Keith rolls it back up. And honestly, <laughs> it's so much easier to roll it out when he rolls it. He, he's getting really good at it. He's almost as good as rolling the carpet as he is at racing. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. Um, so, have you done any off-road racing through so, winter, or were you racing at Calder through the winter? Think? No, I've been racing at Telford. In the Telford Winter Series with Chris, doing my four-wheel drives. And to be fair, we've had some brilliant battles, and uh, that's all I've yeah. done through the winter. Because obviously with Kidderminster closing last year, we would have had a Winter Series as well. So everything's a bit far afield for me now. Yeah. Yeah, he's just pipping me in the championship at the minute. So just, he's, just. You, yeah. and, you and sitting in, uh, in third with 196 points, and I'm sitting in fifth with 190. What championship yeah. is the, the last the Telford Winter Series. Oh, okay, yeah. I forget so we're both, we're both running the, the B74-2s out there. Yeah. Um, and it has, has some really good... So dependent on the track layout, it's kind of like dependent on who's sort of doing the best. I think uh, you had two third places. Yeah, so in the, fir- in, in the first round, Chris and myself both started really well. And between us, our best time, there was 0.200 of a second between it. So we were both like neck and neck. And then on the last round, just didn't start as well as he normally would. But then he finished, you finished really well, didn't you? In the last round and in the final, you'd done really, really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't. Oh, that was it. Oh, you, you, set, a... you set your car up for the dry, didn't you? That was right. No I'd, made, no, I'd made a rookie error, hadn't I? Like a proper rookie error. And I couldn't figure out why my car was not handling right. And then I checked my transmission. I was still on the dry four-wheel drive That model. was it, yeah. So you were, you, were go, you, you were pressing go, and it was going to strict 100%, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I literally, I swapped the model over and went instantly, like, took about, a, added an extra lap and a few seconds on my time. It was, yeah. <laughs> but at least you learned something that day, though, Chris. You know yeah, it doesn't I've work. Been, <laughs> yeah, I've got it pulled up here. So, like, in my best run, until I realised it was 10 laps, 19. That was before I realised it. And then I went and I was like, that was 10 laps, 308. And it was, 
Yeah, it was like ten seconds faster. I borderline missed the eleven second, the eleven laps. So, <laughs> but it was just a bit too late. So, out of interest, I know we all make speedo changes from, from the wet to the dry. But what do you change on your radio from the wet to the dry? Well, it's not necessarily the radio. It's so I've got a little bit of Expo on my throttle just yeah. to smooth it out around the centre stick. Um, a little bit of Expo on the steering. Uh, steering speed slightly slowed down, but of course, your speedo is calibrated to that rate to that model setting. Yeah. So you've done your speedo calibration to it. So, like, I was hitting my speedo, and because it was just calibrantly, it was just like it was basically like turning your end like endpoint up to one hundred and fifty percent. So, at a third of the stick, I was getting to one hundred percent of my throttle. Ah, uh, got you. Yeah. So it was just like an absolute bomb around centre stick, and it just kept sliding too easy, kept breaking traction. So I swapped it to the um, the wet model, <laughs> which you'd think, you know, would have been the smart one. But of course, it's different motors and all that. And yeah, the car felt car felt really good, and then I was able to sort of keep up and managed to in the end. Um, I think I finished. Did I finish fourth? And you, you finished. You, were, you finished fourth. Yeah, that's right. And you were third, weren't you? And I don't yeah. think there was. There like you said, it was it was Tommy Ali and Tony Bishman in front of us really well. There was a lot of good races out there. You had Scott yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, it was quite good. It was a good run in the end. Uh, let's see, I've got the finals up here. Four wheel drive A final. You know, let's have a look. Yeah, you you kind of got away with me from that one. You got like. 10 seconds like eight seconds on me in that one yeah like yeah. like you said in the podcast after i've been uh concentrating a lot on racing lines and stuff and yeah it, it paid off that day for sure yeah i mean we were both going quite consistently i was just consistently about half a second a lap off you yeah uh, well it's all season to be fair chris because we're normally in the same race and we're always there or thereabouts aren't we so we can always tell if we're doing all right with each other yeah, I think we've said as well, because we've raced with each other that much, you don't, you know, like, I don't know what the listeners are thinking, you'll think, Rush, you know, like, if, you're that, if you've been on track with a certain person so many times that year, um, like, I know that I can put my car really, really close to you yeah. and on track and vice versa, and there's not going to be that moment where we're like, Oh, we just butchered yeah. each other off. You know what? I've got a you've perfect, got, you've got... I've got a perfect example of this. It was a Kidderminster Regional. I don't know if it was last the year, not last year, the year before. And myself and you were in the same race, and he was quicker on the um, second half of the track, and I was quicker on the first half. So I'd overtake him down the straight, and then in the inner straight, going back towards the second half, he'd come past me on the straight, and we did this for like six laps, didn't we? You remember you? Yeah. Yeah, we've like seen before every race. Yeah, we'll do this. We'll help each other out. Yeah, that's work right. together, man. It makes such a difference. Yeah, yeah. and it was yeah. like clockwork. Because I don't know how you got the drive out that corner onto that inner straight, mate. I don't, it was just like and it wasn't. <laughs> that, it wasn't that your car was faster. You just seemed to get it hooked up. Yeah, it was mental. I was there every weekend, Russell. That's what. That's what. Uh, it was. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> took his camper van down there the night yeah, before. Yeah, that yeah. was really not, not 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 in the region. He didn't. Not in the region. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, other, I mean. other meetings yeah you get what i mean it's nice to be able to race with somebody who you can actually have a really good race with a really close race like i know that if i try and push one up the inside of you and on say the apex into a right hander he's not gonna if he knows i've got that, that plan he will just Sort of drift a little bit wide and then try and get it back on the next corner yeah. rather than immediately turn in on you and just ruin both of your race. It's you know, it, it, it makes racing more enjoyable. Well, it's given the respect, isn't it? And on the same note as that, um, we've both taken each other out and all that, but we know that it's not been done out of spite on purpose or anything. And oh, Chris again, we, we'll go to the next race. <laughs> <laughs> I done it on purpose to him. Yeah, Bruce, you're the only person I take out on purpose. Yeah, and, and Princess, don't forget that. Yeah. No, I don't. He's, I don't take. I don't he's take another Princess great racer to race take, with uh, Jason Green, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't take him out on purpose. Just 
if it happens, I just naturally don't feel bad. Only um, in the final. Yeah, yeah, only in the final. No, I don't feel bad. I feel bad if it's in qualifying, but I don't feel bad if it's in a final. You know, it's gloves off, isn't it, really? Swinging yeah. for the fences. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, it is. There is a good little group of guys, and you can race like that, and that's I quite like that in the middle. That's why I chose to do the Telford Outdoor Series. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. When's the next one of them for you two? This is the 18th of February, so in a few weeks. Uh, it won't be for me. I can't make it, unfortunately. Oh. I'm at a different race meeting. You've built it all up, and then you're not going to the next one. <laughs> well, it's, it's best two out of four, so I'll be at round four, so I'll have done three out of the four. Um, I've got, I'm carrying a 93 and a 97 at the minute, so I could do with, go, I'll go to the, the fourth one and try and get a good yeah. um, a good result there. My good. four, my dry four, I hope it's dry, because I mean, my wet four-wheel drive feels really good around there, but my four-wheel drive dry car around there feels absolutely amazing. Well, with the so, grip at the new Telford, I'm really looking forward to the B7 going around there. I'm just looking forward to the B7 full stop. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, ten working you days. Know, ten working days. Is that a Ooh. bit like two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> Which probably a bit under that, but yeah. Yeah. Are you? Do you manage like to get four, four four weekend days? Yeah. Did you manage to get a place for the MKGP, Ewan? No, no, I'm not. I'm not in the MKGP, unfortunately. Oh, no way. No way. I might come in down and watch one of the days, though, because um, the brilliant thing about the MKGP is what we don't get anymore is um, like how I got into RC racing. It's going just somewhere to a show or something and related to RCs. And then you see these things racing around the track. Yeah. Yeah. Because all, all our clubs, are, I mean, our tracks now, we're, we're lucky, aren't we? Because they're, they're, all, they're all run by fantastic people. But they're all out of the way. So, um, I mean, Facebook and everything is helping it. But um, MKGP is brilliant for the for the brand and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good meeting. Are you, um, mm-hmm. are you doing the Nationals this year? Yes, definitely. Mm. Yeah, they were so, they, they, in the last couple of years, they've been so, so much fun. And there's... Um, it's going back to how they used to be many, many years ago, where a lot more people are camping and everybody's getting together and uh, being a lot more social. That's right, isn't it, Chris? Um, yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, it, I think that's that's one of the biggest parts to enjoy about it. Because let's be honest, unless you're one of about say five or six people, you're not really going there with designs on winning it. You know, unless you're got a surname like Hall, Holdsworth, Craig, Martin, those kind of guys, Smith. You're not really going there expecting to win a national. Um, exactly. You know, I think... We're, go- we're so, going to have our own individual battles, aren't we? And, uh, yeah, you're, go- you're going to do the best you can do and have your own little individual battles, but just have a good time with your mates. Exactly, exactly. You're going to say it better. The racing's serious, but then... The part, so is the atmosphere afterwards as well. As, as long as you go in with a smile on your face, that's all that matters. Yeah, it is. It's really that, and that's really changed this year. There's been that, well, last year there's been a big, uh, a big thing sort of happening. So, it has, yeah, it has, yeah. And uh, I noticed this year as well. So, uh, juniors now will be paying half the price of an adult, yeah. And the good thing about that is it just shows how far we've come as a, a sport because, uh, it was about 10 or 15 years ago that we didn't have any juniors at all. And it was looking a bit blurry, wasn't it? Yeah. And the work everybody's put in is, is just, yeah. it's, well, it's just mean, fantastic. The, How many juniors were in nationals last year? Yeah. I mean, the way, that, the way I read the Facebook post was there was that many juniors doing it and they were all doing it for free, uh, get, like getting free entries. So it, it was, it was have to put the price up, the adults up that much that a lot of people probably would have said no to it. So yeah, it just just shows, yeah. isn't it? How, how, how oversubscribed they are with the, with the younger yeah. people, is what I'm trying to say. Which is what we want in it because they're, yeah. they're the future of the sport. Yeah, I think it shows as well with the amount of um, so say like you go to competitions now, say like Euros, and you go over and you look at them. And previously, you'd have you know your Crags, your Martins. Um, a lot of guys like that, you know, you run a folks. And I mean, even down to Michael, Olesi, they're, you know, some of those are, I suppose, younger men, 
but the ones that are really sort of the ones to watch when you look at the last four European titles, so the two at Robin Hood and the, the two at Netherlands, um, both of them were run were won by under 18s. It is great to see, isn't it? Yeah. You know, Marcus Carup, obviously, lovely young lad, but, you know, not an adult yet. When Tommy won his at Robin Hood, again, nice lad, but wasn't 18 at the time. So he was still, you know, more or less a junior, not far off a junior. So I think it shows there the level of competition we send in out to these big events is... is and they're not as young they're not as old sorry you know they are they're going out they're winning at young ages that's a good thing that they're really young but they're great ambassadors as well aren't they because yeah. um they hold themselves really high and i mean we go to them for advice now don't we yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. brilliant yeah <laughs> it's literally a case of you look at um you look at it now and the way that these guys are conducting themselves and the way that they portray our hobby, it's it's professional. It's it's how you would expect a professional athlete to portray them because of the way sponsors work and all that kind of stuff. That's exactly right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and you couldn't ask for more, really, could you? No. But you know, and I'm sure as as we push the hobby forward and we do these things that make it more and more popular around the world, more and more people will have to, when they get sponsorships and they move forward and it all becomes even more popular, it'll become even more professional. You know, there'll be bigger, there'll be bigger money on the line. There'll be, you know, actual, I mean, do we go, are we going to end up going back to the point where you've got proper career paid drivers in the hobby? I mean, it's good in one sense that you have that. And the good thing is, we've almost got that now with, like, like me and you go to the national, we're not going to win the A final, having our fun. But then we watch these guys and we're in awe, aren't we? Why are yeah. they doing, how, how are they doing two seconds faster than me when I'm leaving nothing on that track? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even when you watch them racing each other, like, we, we had um, the halls on a couple of weeks ago. And you, you know, you look at, say, the the workshop event where they did the British Masters. And you watch and you're like, Olowski, you think nobody should be pulling half a second a lap on him. Nobody. You know, one of the best in the world. Very fast. You know, the Schumacher cars are very competitive. He's not, you know, he's not a slow guy. He's not got a slow race package. But how the hell did Tommy rip half a second a lap out of him for three minutes? It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. It's it was it was just like what? It was it was baffling to watch. Like absolutely mind blowing. Like you don't expect it. And that's right. And as not only somebody who likes to race, as a fan of the hobby, you can't help but get excited at that kind of stuff. Oh my god, some of the races we watched this year at the Nationals, it was like that almost every final, wasn't it? In the A finals. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's it's always good like that. You know, they're racing to the end, and what I like as well is you look at it, and there's no sort of into team orders. Like you've got Ben Smith and Lee Martin going hammer and tong at it. The Holdsworths at Schumacher. There's nobody saying, you know, let them through. And then you've got Tommy, Jamie, um, and Neil. There's no team orders. Everybody just it's it's just brilliant racing. Like it's the kind of racing you want to watch on the yeah. telly. I'll tell you a funny story, Russ. Is, um at the Torch National this year on tour drive. Yeah, it's it's uh, just in front of the rostrum. They've got a, a big jump, haven't they? And you you come around the corner and you have to really put your power down to make the jump. So uh, I stand next to Chris, and in the two practices, Chris was nailing this jump. And I say, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong, Chris. He says, you got to go around wide get your power on and go over it yeah so, so i've done that absolutely perfectly it was brilliant got yeah to the first, got, you... got to the yeah got to the first round and chris had been doing nailing this jump every time and the first round for qualifying the first corner he went to go over it he didn't make it did you <laughs> <laughs> no i think what was happening was you because it was wet 
coming around our side of the dry line where when you put the power down you'd get the traction but because he was coming around the dry line and it was a much shorter run up he was having to like bury the throttle to get it go wheels spinning up and you couldn't get the traction to clear it so i said just go out a little bit wider feed your power in more and then once the car's moving then bury it yeah. and he cleared the first time you did it you missed you didn't miss it on the up you didn't miss clearing it by about two foot like you were you over jumped it by about three foot <laughs> and it just, yeah. you just heard this you just heard this 74 body just slap into the floor like it's when he dropped it from like <laughs> off the roster of yeah. but, but yeah i came round the corner and i think were you off one place ahead of me or one place behind me it was one of the two yeah and i just i came around the corner but i hit a bobble and it slid the car left and as i went uh, to give it i had a choice either roll it or give it the gas and i just thought now ah, you know hail mary no 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 guts no glory sent it and i did exactly what i told you and not to do which is spin my wheels up <laughs> <laughs> so i don't think i bought i don't i think i i think i just cased the top of the jump didn't i and it just, yeah it made a prop it made an even louder thud than ewan's it in the deck thank god the b74 is a bit of a tank <laughs> uh, so where did you finish in the national I mean, last year ewan can you did you get your so f2 or f3 uh, no i got my f3 but yeah. um so the first national we done robin Hood raceway and the uh, i i was racing a schumacher car and then uh, halfway through, I went over to Chris and I said, I, I like the way these uh, associated cars look. Help me get one. And, uh, <laughs> and then the next meeting, I was racing associated. And uh, I mean, the Schumacher cars, they're really good, to be fair. And uh, the way every car's built now, there isn't a bad car, is there? But some yeah. cars suit other people better than other cars. And that's yeah. as simple as that, really, isn't it? Yeah. And the AE cars really suit me. And if anybody else isn't racing an AE car, they'll suit you too. <laughs> Sponsor's dream. Did um, who 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 was the who won out of you two at the nationals last year? Well, you know what I mean. Um, who who who, who, who you, was the you best? You one? Got me, I think. I think Chris, because uh, I'd done four nationals in the first national, I would have written off because of the points. I think Chris definitely beat me. Nah, shall I have a yeah. look. While we're doing yeah. it, shall I have a look. And we were really really close in the regionals as well. Yeah, I know we were close in region. Let's have a yeah. look. Um, one tenth off road nationals. Oh, it's exciting. I know, right on cue, the BRCA, so it seems to be running a little bit slow as well. Have <laughs> I been nice now, Chris? I'm actually 30 places in front of you, and you're going to. I, th- I, I thought you'd got me by a couple of places. I, don't, I didn't think it was by many. But I thought, I thought you'd got me in a couple of places. What, what, whatever it is, it should be really, really close. Um. I'm trying to find it, but I can't. I can't see them. Events, race at home. You think for the amount of time I spent on this website, I'd actually find it? But talk amongst <laughs> yourselves, and I'll find out. So are you going to do the full what? season this year? I'm, I'm, I, it's, 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 uh, I can't do the Burry National, but I'll do the other five. Yeah. So I'll, I'll pretty much be doing the full season. So I was a Lebry going there, Russell. You know what, mate? It's been going all right. Um, we, we enjoy it down there. Obviously, that's our. I think that's our. Was fifty fifth where it's our closest eighth track or Nemo is, but we um, we're members at Ledbury, so we just seem to spend all all of our free weekends there. Um, it's good, yeah. mate. Bruce is coming on really well, so you know, obviously, we've kind of given given tenth a bit of a back back seat for now, um, and we're just literally outside every weekend. So it's a good. Crack. Yeah. It's crazy. How, well, I, how I was never really keen on racing on um, outside with the tenth cars, but with the eighth cars, it's just it's just class. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm not too far from the Lebry track. I'm in Suckley at the moment, and um, because it was Nathan Pony, Pony, wasn't it? If you remember him. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. So I, so I used to go up there every now and again, and I race the tenth car with the nitros and all that, and that triple, if it, with the one tenth forward drive, you, yeah. you can make it. But with the two-wheel drive, you've got no chance. And watching Bruce do it with the videos you do, he's yeah. really coming on. He's really coming on. Yeah, I can... Um, at Ledbury, they, that you can just about... It's weird. You can just about clear the triple with a two-wheel drive in practice, but you wouldn't want to risk it in a race. <laughs> you know not what I mean? Not at all, not at all, yeah. It's just so close, it's just so close to, um, to whether you can make it or not. 
You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what we got in the summer, but be Bruce runs his tenth car around there. Um, uh, and yeah, and that triple is that good or bad? Whichever way you want to look at it, he's broken arm because on the front of his his car he runs RPM arms, so they have got a bit of flex for when he smashes it off something. Um, and he broke an RPM arm <laughs> on the triples at Ledbury. <laughs> so, yeah. oh no. Yeah, he's an absolute, <laughs> absolute beast on it, mate. But yeah, it's, so it's like Chris says, you gotta go for the glory on them jumps, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah they've um, during the summer they had to re. It, it kind of sunk the the first the, the up ramp, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So they were they were doing some work, so they had to do some work on it, and they pulled the Astro back. And the reason it is sunk for is because there was a wasp nest in there. <laughs> Oh, no. So the lads on the Saturday afternoon were trying to re-astro it, and um, yeah, they got attacked by wasps. So uh, that was a surprise, then, wasn't it? Yeah, just a bit, just a bit. Not one you want, no. <laughs> so here's the thing: Do you think you prefer uh, outdoors through the winter because they're four-wheel drive, and you've never ran a four-wheel drive outdoors? I, I, I think it's more. That I think it's, mm, yeah, possibly, or more so the fact that with an eighth car with an engine, you've got to clean the thing anyway on a Monday. You know, like at least with a tenth car on, a, on carpet, you can kind of like just leave it <laughs> and then and then brush it off the Sunday before you the Saturday before you race it next time. You know, yeah. so because I've noticed, like obviously we were talking about the Telford winter series, so the only outdoor I've done over the winter has been the Telford one. Yeah, and I've really enjoyed running four wheel drive outdoors. You know, lower grip. You can still give it a bit. You haven't got to be as delicate with a two-wheel drive. Yeah. Um, and I've just really enjoyed it. It's just been like the highlight yeah. of my winter season this season. I, I suppose another thing as well is because we've never had wet cars because we've only ever had dry cars that we just kind of put a load of tow on the back. <laughs> um, and maybe that's another reason why we've never been so keen going outside for because the cars don't work as well. You know, because you should. Oh yeah. Because you know, I mean, obviously, running a dry car, you can, you can kind of make it work, but you're really at a disadvantage. And you not, you know, I watch like the the Hall brothers with their wet cars, and you're like, have they got so much traction? You know, because it's a completely different car setup. Yeah, like exactly, that's what I'm saying. So that's 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 why you know, when we're just struggling on with a yeah. uh, with a dry car, um, you know, it, it it doesn't make as much difference with a four wheel drive, but. I mean, you and I'll tell you, it does make a difference having a four-wheel drive. Even a four-wheel drive set up for the wet versus dry with silvers. Yeah. It does make a big difference, doesn't it? It makes a massive difference, yeah. You know, like, I just like the fact that I like it because, A, I'm lazy. So, if I've got a four-wheel drive, all my track, they've all got, end, like, motors, speedos, servos. They've all got the same transponder number cloned. So, like, literally, I can li- I can have, my if it starts spitting with rain or it looks like it's coming down i could just have one of the lads out the tent take the neck the wet car over i can do my practice with the dry car and then if it's oh now this is too wet pull it in all i've got to do is turn one off turn one on throw it down i'll change the model on the transmitter yeah and the way other way or, or, or well. not as we've so discovered yeah and the other way i look at that as well is uh everything chris said plus if you break one of the cars you got one ready yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've always, I've always thought about it, but I've never actually done it. And I kind of think about it. You know, like when you're going round and you're driving the car, and yeah. it starts absolutely caning it down, like a minute and a half into your run, and you yeah. start to lose like eight seconds a lap. Would it be quicker to literally, like, style pit stop where you could pull in, swap the cars, and send the other car out? It's garby. Because there's nothing in the rules that say you don't you have to finish the run with the car you started it with. I didn't know that. Maybe nothing that's something, rule book that maybe that's something to look at then. <laughs> I just had a thought about it. I was like, oh, might be an idea. Sounds well, Boto GP yeah. this. Yeah, so but that's with, what I mean. You know, so winning with starts first, with the unfair uh, advantage, mate. With, with the first Midwest Regional being in uh, a Dudley Indoor then, are you going to get your car out for that, Russ? Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, you, you, you offer me a carpet track. Um, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be at the first regional. Um, yeah, good. Yeah, that should be a good, should be a good crack, that. Yeah. I haven't, you know good. what, we haven't been to Dudley all, all through the winter, but, you know, a bit of, bit of Primafels for me is, um, sounds good. But also, they haven't uh, mentioned anything about different tyres. Well, in fact, have they mentioned anything That's about tyres yeah. at all for the regional series? I don't think I've seen anything. Um. Funny enough, I was on the website. So um, I, wonder, I wonder if it, it seems the results page is down at the minute, but yeah. 
Let me have a look. Do you normally run a cactus at Dudley then? Yeah, it's yeah, normally yeah, cactus. Yeah. yeah, they work pretty well. They work pretty well. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'd quite... I'd be in two minds. I mean, do you say do it as cactus? It'd be interesting. Or do you kind of do what, like, say, like the MKGP are doing? So now this is on Mezzo, run it on Mezzo. So you've got, you know, just say you've got to run it indoors on the carpet on Mezzo. I suppose in that way it swings and roundabouts because if they use a cactus on the club night, you want to save their carpet, don't you? Putting the mezzo on might rip her up a bit. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, yeah. on the, on bigger the... spikes. I don't know if they'd actually rip it. They're not as sharp, are they, as the little cactus? They, they, they would actually rip it, but they they fuzz up the carpet, wouldn't they, and make it? Mm. They, they wear it a lot quicker. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah, but uh, I've tried mezzos at Midlands Raceway, and they're they're fine. Yeah, so they work. Get around, yeah. They, they, yeah, so they're slower than the cactus, but if everybody runs the same tyre, it's not a problem, is it? No. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Nah, it shouldn't be. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It doesn't. I'm, I'm just reading through the uh, the Facebook post. It doesn't mention anything regarding tyres. No, it doesn't. No, that's why. That's why I was just curious for. Well, you know, as long as so who was uh, who, who was higher than nationals, Chris? The results page is down, mate. I've just uh, been trying uh, to how, find out, but I can't think. How, 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 how convenient! I beat you then. How convenient! I think I genuinely think you and finished a couple of. So I think I've got a funny feeling you finished a couple of places higher than me in the one. I finished a couple of places higher than you in the other. To be fair, as close as we are on the track, that probably does make sense. I think I think I think did I finish slightly higher than you in two wheel and you finished higher than me in four wheel? I think was how it went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I would agree with that. I think, but obviously we're open to a correction. Yeah. I've tried yeah, to I get would, on it. But... I would say consistently you're better than me in two wheel drive. Yeah, you're definitely. You're, you're not definitely supposed to agree, Chris. No, but you. I was about to say you would definitely have the edge on me in four wheel. Yeah, but we have that. It, 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 no matter what class it is, we have great battles, and that's what that's what yeah, makes it yeah. fun. Yeah, I think it's just wet weather for Will. Do your kids still race, mate? <laughs> yeah, definitely. You and do, so, you, uh, do your dad still race? Yeah, so so my oldest lad, he's uh, in college now, doing sciences and stuff, and yeah. he, he he hates RC cars, despises them. And then my youngest lad, he's uh, he loves the the trucks. Yeah. So uh, the next Telford drone, he'll be out in his truck. And uh, I'm trying to get him on. He's into musical instruments and stuff as well. How is he in so, a band uh, Well, he's just, he's, he's playing the keyboard. He ain't in the band. He just does it for, he, he self-teaches himself and everything and yeah. goes along with it well. But um, yeah, so I'm trying to keep him into interested. Um, it's, it seems harder than it should be. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. But yeah, it, he, it, does, he, he loves coming along to the meeting, so yeah. Well, if he like, if he if he likes racing truck, obviously he's up for a laugh, isn't he? You know what I mean? He likes the enjoy, the enjoyment side of it more. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it, it doesn't matter if it's the, the national finding in trucks. Everybody wants a bit of fun in the trucks, don't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Okay, I mean we've done forty-five minutes, gentlemen. So I think we've done really well. Um, is there anything I've missed out, Chris? Have we asked some other questions that we spoke about? So, uh, have you done any racing recently? Last week? Ooh. No, I'm on a, I'm on a self-imposed uh, timeout for a couple of weeks. <laughs> on a no, no, just, <laughs> just a couple. Well, I should be on if I if I was putting budget bands in place, mate. With the orders I've done recently, I'd be. <laughs> I wouldn't be racing to, again till maybe the workshop yeah. masters next year. Um, no, I've just, you know, you, you know, just bits of actual real life get in the way, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, we all like to pretend that, you know, we're full-time professional RC racers and that's all we ever do. But, um, unfortunately, real life occasionally, you have to deal with some bits and pieces in that. So, mm. yeah, last week and this weekend come in, I am uh, off track. But I'll be back with a, a vengeance the weekend after that. Nice. I went to Neen um, for the Nitro Cross, uh, and at points I was the fastest thing between crashes. 
I just, I don't know what it is. So you mean in, you mean in the straight lines? Well, yeah, honestly, mate, it was horrendous. Some, some, some of the times, uh, on my fastest run, I literally crashed on the on the straight, hit a bump on the straight, um, and I went over the crash, over the the crash netting on the side of the track. They must have to climb over the fence to get my car back. And when it was back on the track, the wing had fell off. It was just, yeah. So I struggled. Oh, nightmare. Yeah, I, I don't know what's I don't going know about on. You, my... Ian, but that doesn't sound that doesn't sound to me like the type of driver that wants to TQ would around of the West Mids regionals. Yeah, it's you know what, Chris. I've had, it's, I've had, it's been a long time I, since then, though, isn't it? I had, yeah, a, I, had a, I had a really good. You know, it's weird. I'm not, I haven't had bad meetings, but the last couple have been like, yeah, I've done all right, but nothing, you know, uh, nothing to to jump up and down about sort of thing. So, but I ended up qualifying. I qualified seventh in the B. Uh, and I got to fourth by three quarters of the way around the lap, and I shorted the double over um, just as you come back towards the rostrum. And then as soon as I took off, I'm like, I'm, I'm over here. And I crashed, and my car flipped forwards, and for once it landed on the apex. Unfortunately, it was upside down. So obviously the, the marshal couldn't get to me. So I ended up dead last. Uh, and it was 20-minute final, so I just plugged away, and I, and I got back up to fifth. So it was an all right recovery drive. But it was nothing, you know, nothing, nothing fantastic sort of thing. So anyway, um, that was the end of that, really. Uh, and Bruce qualified. I know, mate, but with how fast, but with how fast and how long it is before Bruce actually retires, you need to make the best of these moments. Yeah, he, the was, he was still in the final below that. You know what I mean? So, but now Bruce did all right. He qualified in the the C. Well, there's only C final, but he qualified in the C final about ninth. Um, he had a similar sort of thing, went up and down through the thing, and he finished sixth. But unfortunately, he shattered an outdrive on his diff on the Ugh. on the last. But it was the last lap, so he didn't lose any places. He managed to finish the race, but you know, he come off the rostrum because I'd been warming my car up. So I was stood at the bottom of the rostrum steps while one of the guys, one of the other guys in the team, picked his car up for him. And I'm like, Bruce, you drove really well then. And he's like, yeah, apart from the outdrive, breaking, rah, rah, rah. And everyone in the, everyone in the, in the Russian queue is laughing. And I'm like, you know, I'm just giving you a compliment saying I think you did really well. And he's just not abusing me. But, you know, oh, yeah, but my car broke in the last lap. I lost two yeah. places. You- and he didn't lose any places. Idiot. <laughs> I was going to call him a, a P-R-I-C-K then, but I'd not stop myself. But, yeah, um, yeah, he was just blessed. So when he got back to the pits this week, Russell... Yeah. Did he put his controller back in the bag? He did, yeah. It's yeah. Oh, I brilliant. Like, got back. Oh, Bruce, where's your radio? I put it away. Oh, good lad. Good lad. Good lad. Good lad. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was. Um, yeah. It, I'll probably start laughing about it in a couple of months, mate. But at the time, I was absolutely heartbroken. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for anybody that hasn't been around at a meeting where Russ and Bruce are there at the same time, listening to them argue is like comedy gold. I tell you what, I've heard this, like, this million times. Literally, literally, like, literally created a miniature version of myself, and I argue with it constantly. <laughs> it's just like you know. <laughs> but yeah, this is what parenting is about. It's hilarious. Apparently. Yeah. So yeah. Austin Powers mini me. Yeah, honestly, it it's, it's horrendous, mate. It's, it's funny. I mean, I look, I look at some of this stuff and I laugh, but yeah, he's um, yeah, he's a bell end sometimes, but that he hundred percent yeah, gets it you know from what, me. <laughs> so, you know what's gonna... funnier though, really? <laughs> what's the funniest is right with Russ being a fully grown, mature adult who's you know done as much learning as he's gonna do in his life. You'd expect for him to get the upper hand in arguments with Bruce. But it's when Bruce gets the upper hand with him using logic and Bruce, Russ has to resort to the, well, I'll just take all your toys off you. It's like children have got such good memories and he'll and I'll say something, I don't know, six weeks ago and he'll remember it and bring it up to me when I'm trying to share it. I say, well, yeah, well, you said this. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. Hang <laughs> gone. Yeah. But no, oh, it's it, brilliant. It's funny, mate. Honestly, yeah, we're, we're having the best time. Honestly, it is so much fun. So much fun. I just want him to be a bit quicker now. This time. This time. <laughs> anyway, so, and then we got, we're at Cardiff, just quickly, we're at Cardiff this weekend. We've got the, um, another winter, the, the winter series. So we're both racing 10th two wheel drive there. That's going to be quite cool. Um, oh, good. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. We've done the, we've done the full series there. So that's good. That's, um, it's a great class little, Little venue, mate. I don't know if you've ever been there, you. Did you... I've, I've not, no, but it's uh, something of interest. Yeah, you should go come down. down next year. Yeah, you should come down. We'll go to yeah. 
Go to war. All right then. Um, have you got anything for? I know you listen occasionally, mate. Have you got anything for our Hall of Fame? Um, so if I think no, well, because it's closed and it was close to my heart and everything, I'll say the Kidderminster Model Car Club. Oh, good choice. I think we've had that once or twice before, haven't we? But you, you can have it. It's totally fine. Good. Yeah. No, this yeah. is actually coming from the person that at times lived there when he went yeah. to meetings and yeah. camped three nights before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, actually cool, basically moved into the track. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, then. So, what have we got? Yes. Do you want to wrap, we wrap it up, then? Do you want to thank your sponsors, Ewan? Yeah, so thanks for CML Distribution, Team Associated, Screws for RC, Putteries, Pit Stop, and uh, of course my dad. Yeah, perfect, mate, perfect. And Chris, would you like to thank the show sponsors? I can do if you'd like me to, mate. That is, again, every week, massive thank you to CML Distribution, to RC House, to Schumacher Racing, and to Will Speed RC. Oh, perfect. And I'll thank the listeners. Guys, thank you very much for getting involved with our podcast that we produce for you every week. Don't forget to like and share for your chance to be in with the prize at Christmas. Um, that's it. Um, if you want to see hear anything on the show or is there anyone you want us to talk to, um, do you want a longer show? Do you want a shorter show? Do you want no show? Just drop us a message and we'll have a, and we'll have a chat and see what we can do for you. Once again, cool. if you're listening early doors on um, the 1st of February, it's, it's your last chance to get your prize, to apply for your prize that you if you want anything at Christmas, okay? Um, that's it. Chris, do you want anything else you want to add? Um, I suppose you better say that obviously today is the 31st of the 1st. Tomorrow on the 1st of the 2nd at 9am, the entry for the Nationals opens for the 1s, 2s and 3s. So depending on whether Russ has edited this and put it together tonight or if he's edited it and put it tonight, don't forget to book in tomorrow morning at 9am. If he's not managed to edit it and put it out until Thursday... Sorry, you should have booked in at 9am yesterday. Yeah, no, obviously, I've made a couple of comments about tomorrow as well, so I will edit it and put it together. And send it to you. So, um, that's it, guys. Um, thanks very much, you. You've been fantastic. It's been great to get your, your RC story and good luck with your racing. Um, Worcester, um, I'll tell you if you mentioned it. And that's it. Chris, see you soon. I'll see you on the